Blog Talk Radio. This is Patty Holstrom, and this is K-God Radio. And yes, I'm back again. <laughs> and tonight, we're talking to several people who I've met recently, one an author. And the show has been, we're talking a lot about tonight, the unique partnership of the, of Barbara Applegate, the author, as well as All Valley Home Health Care Company, who are teaming up in order to be able to uh, help get the book out and also bring knowledge and game plan to families with aging parents about senior care in the U.S. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Barbara Applegate knows how stressful providing care for aging parent or relative can be. She's written the book. This will be her second one. This one is My Parent Needs Help. I wrote them out to understanding and caring for my aging parent. She's using her years of experience and knowledge from her consulting business, AGE Consultants Incorporated, located in Phoenix, Arizona. Barbara Applegate has worked with adult children and their aging parents for over 40 years, so she's got lots of experience and really, uh, she's an expert at helping families. So tonight, we've got Barbara Applegate. And Barbara? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) So uh, one thing that I, I like to talk about is you know, families themselves, and it seems to be hard for families to talk about this kind of planning that they need for the future. How do you go about making them feel more at ease at what they need to do with their family? Well, probably the best thing is not to have a crisis occurring um, and to be in an environment where the conversation uh, just flows comfortably and uh, with a sense of, you know, this is something you and I, mom and dad, need to get acquainted with each other so we can make decisions when the time is right. And I want those decisions to be based on what you are telling me. So if you're open to me to talk now, this is the best time. Um, I would really suggest that the family be more willing to be transparent. I'm concerned that as you age, mom, dad, uh, I don't want to be caught without understanding what is really important to you. The most important thing that will be to me is to know how to best serve you and help you. And that's really probably one of the easiest ways to get that conversation started. Um, I'm a fan of transparency. I don't think it should be uh, hidden under a lot of flowery, I love you, this is the way things are, I don't know what to do if things go wrong. I think we have to be careful about that. We need to just be open and honest and say it's important for me to know what is important for you. The only way we're going to know that mom and dad, is for us to have an honest, open dialogue. I think that's a great a great 
way to really handle this type of situation. Uh, what signs should you be should they be looking for with their parents uh, or other family members? I mean, it's not just about parents. It's, you can you can help your other family members as well. I would think. You know, there's some signs that you definitely want to keep your self sensitive to happening. Um, when what happened the last time you and your mom and dad visited? How was how was she or he acting? Uh, was there was there anything that you were expecting that did not occur? Uh, what was different? Uh, did you see or sense that your parent is changing? Uh, was it their appearance, their behavior, or their unusual conversation? Uh, sometimes you'll find that you're thinking about your parent more frequently. Why? Are you worrying about them? And if so, about what? Sometimes it's just a simple comment from uh, that's made about your parents that disturbs you. Who said it? Was it a friend? Was it a family member? These are the times when if you keep yourself alert to those clues and signals, you can begin to launch into a more effective conversation with your parent on how can you two best work together to help get a, a good aging future effectively occurring. Um, that sounds good. It doesn't that always happen that gently. You know, sometimes <laughs> you get a call from a, you know, from a panicked family member living near them or a neighbor and your mom or your dad has fallen and they're in the hospital. Uh, right. And then you really are in a position of having to quickly get into the action of taking care of what needs to be taken care of to get that, safe again. That leads me to the question of is it rarely planned ahead of time or is it this almost like 90% of a certain percentage of these kind of instances are become health crisis and that's the time when people actually take action? You know, I think that if the conversation is opened up and consistently approached each time you're interacting with your parent uh, in in a way that is non-confrontational, what's going on, how do you feel, what should we be thinking about, um, you know, you're getting to your next birthday and I want to make sure we're clear about uh, do we know what's important to you? If you keep that kind of conversation in the forefront, uh, you'll be able to manage maybe coming quickly down the line. The truth of the matter is a lot of family members are reluctant. They don't want to get their parent upset with them. So they're not going to mention anything that they're concerned about for fear their family member or their parent will be upset. And sometimes the parent themselves just say, oh, stop worrying, I'm perfectly fine, and close the door, don't want to talk about it, uh, even though you are open in saying we need to talk. So in those cases, you have no other option but to be vigilant and to watch to make sure that if there is something unsafe occurring or if a crisis occurs, then you're prepared as best as you can to take action. Uh, seeing them more frequently is one way to be prepared to take action. 
um, what is the percentage of people who are blindsided by a crisis? Yeah. Um, I really can't tell you. I, I statistically, I'm sure there are, there is someone who knows what the percentage is, but unfortunately, I don't. I always get those calls when the family okay. is broaching on a pretty significant crisis, or they're beginning oh. to see some pretty significant changes. Um, well, so I apologize. I can't answer that. Oh no, that's fine. I was just wondering. It just kind of came to me. Um, how can you? What what if there are times where you're not living in the same state or area, um, and you're not sure that you know about the situation that was your parents? Well, there are elder care and uh, aging resources that are available across the country. Probably the first thing that I would be inclined to do if my parent was out of state and I was beginning to hear some uncomfortable comments or actions or behaviors, it would be to uh, contact um, a friend or a, a relative who is willing to take your parent to a physician, their primary mm-hmm. care physician and see if the primary care physician can help you and your parent understand that there may be trouble brewing and that they need help. So you're in New York and she's in in Arizona. How do you do that? Well, there are agencies available, one of which is my company, or companies like my company, which are geriatric care managers, that will go out, evaluate what's going on with your parent, do an assessment, and then report back what they're seeing and what your next steps need to be. There are other companies like the company that Jim is representing right now, All Valley Home Care, uh, where there are people who go out and provide companionship and caregiving um, and before they do that, of course, they will go out and do a assessment to make sure that they're providing and offering the correct level of care support. These individuals and these types of agencies, once they get into the home and begin to see what's going on, may also give you better insight to what is the next steps that need to be done in all Valley Home Care and Aging Consulting, uh, we have worked together for so long, we just kind of know if it's a caregiver that's first called and goes out and there's something remiss, they'll call our geriatric care management service and vice versa. If we see that it's not such a critical thing, but we do need to have uh, some underpinnings of support, that's the first go-to people we would look to is a companion care company, and in this case, All Valley Home Health Care. Well, this is a good segue to also introduce Jim Davidson, who is also on the on the call. He's an advocate of long-term senior care and works for, of course, All All Valley Care uh, Home Health Care. Uh, of course, he's teaming it with Barbara. But um, on your particular case, Jim, uh, have you? Is there any difference in how you guys perceive 
when to get involved, or do, do you get phone calls just like Barbara does? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for uh, inviting me and Barbara on the show, so thank you for that. Um, you know, I think I think when we engage, we look uh, to understand, uh, like Barbara says, what, what the concerns are of the client, particularly if there's a, an initial phone call. I mean, when we started our our work with Barbara uh, many years ago, our founder, Brent um, Owens, and president knows Barbara for, you know, for many, many years, and they've worked closely together. Uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to support Barbara with the book and the the rewrite of this book was to bring what is just super critical information about working with the elderly and working with parents uh, out in a way where, where folks could actually really have a complete guide. And I think Barbara has done an incredible job of putting that together. So I think I, I don't know that our process is different, but it's probably not quite as thorough as what Barbara applies because she's looking at so many uh, different levels, including uh, you know, the interplay of the family and what have you. That's great. Um, then, so you guys have nursing staff that, that's involved. Is that correct? Well, we don't actually provide nursing staff. We're actually uh, everything that's non-medical. So the, uh, mm-hmm. the, typically everything, as Barbara said, to the initial stages of needing companion care, uh, maybe light housekeeping, you know, shopping, um, um, any of the uh, daily uh, living activities that, that can't be performed, bathing and that kind of thing. When it comes to nursing, typically that's uh, uh, applying medical, um, uh, you know, drugs and things like that, which which we don't uh, uh, actually do. I believe Barbara, you have folks that actually nurses on staff. Is that correct? All my geriatric care managers are, at a minimum, a Bachelor of Nursing uh, degree. Um, I have a gerontology and MSW degree, and I do have a clinical psychologist who is always at our beck and call for evaluation. So while we don't say we're a medical service, what we are is a full care service, Whenever uh, we are interacting with a phone call, we're evaluating right from the beginning. Do they need our level of care? Uh, if they do, uh, what you know? What is the trigger point? If they do not need our level of care, but what they do need is to get some help in the home right away, then we really look at that as being a critical uh, element to assure, and we refer to the right level of care, which, again, as Jim has said, you know, we have a go-to company that can do just that. What we found is that even when you go through the route of a care companion group taking care of your elderly, they're going to see things. They're going to observe things. And um, the important thing is if you're hearing them telling you their concerns, um, they will offer you uh, options on referrals that can occur. And, of course, in, in the most logical would be get a professional who can coordinate all of the elements that you're hearing 
from the companion or from the friends or your family members that are boots on the ground near your parents. Um, and then you can one by one start to eliminate or add what is the issue and what is the care need. Um, but I do find that most of our people come from uh, attorneys, physicians, uh, other based concerns, um, mm-hmm. oftentimes word of mouth, or gratefully so from a companion group, a companion care group, where they feel this is just going in a little different direction than we can handle well. Uh, and if they're good companion programs, then they're going to understand what their boundaries are and reach out for the expert help. That sounds like a really terrific partnership. One thing I did notice um, as I was going through your book, Barbara, was uh, just how thorough your useful uh, go-to forms are. I call them go-to because I think that they're, they're really terrific way to gather your information and know what it is that you need to look at because there's so many details that we wouldn't think of normally, especially especially under an emergency situation. I mean, you know, under being having been there once, you don't not really thinking about all the little details, you're thinking about, you know, the big ones. How do I how do I get through this crisis? So I think your forms are really terrific and and are definitely something that people should be able to have. So that way they can go to them and and start filling out that information ahead of time, hopefully before the emergency, (laughs) so we would like them to do. And then from there, being able to have everything at their fingertips. Well, that that would be uh, the best use of our book is to review all the potentially... Uh, kinds of issues that may start to impact on your parent. And then, of course, just knowing how to focus and get organized and help them focus and get organized on their lifestyle, what they need, uh, how to get what they need. Uh, whenever they see uh, a physician, what was the result of that physician, where's their medications, Who's taking care of that? Uh, do you have any insurances that will really support as your aging, long-term care insurance policies for still a lot of our uh, aging family members is something that people don't always keep in, up in the forefront and they need to start looking for, well, what kind of insurances can uh, they use to get support? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just a it's just a systems system that allows you to stay focused on who your parent is and what's surrounding your parent and how you can use what your parent is currently and has currently put together for themselves. I also noticed. I just want to jump in there, Patty, because, you know, the added value of the workbook that goes with the book is uh, that it's a tool for a parent, child, you know, someone that knows that at some point 
someone's going to need care. It's a tool to gather all the information, documents, doctors, um, symptoms, if there are any, um, you know, insurance, as Barbara mentioned. It's, it's, a, it's a place to gather all the information so that as different physicians are approached, possibly, because a lot of times um, uh, parents have multiple physicians. I know my dad did. Um, you know, they are working off the same set of facts, which is really important, so that they know what medications are being prescribed. Um, you know, in the hospital, they know uh, what are what are the different treatments that have already been prescribed, uh, so that they can coordinate care. And that's such a big issue. And the other thing about it is, as parents age, some uh, just become forgetful. You know, and yeah. some, as Barbara has written in the, I think in the first chapter of the book, a very extensive list of the different types of dementia that uh, yeah. can be as simple as a drug-related dementia all the way through to different types. And so it's, and it's important to gather this information. When you know a parent is getting to the point where they may need something at some point, it's good to have this gathered before that because yes, once they start to exhibit forget, forgetfulness, um, you know, the challenge of finding documents and things like that when probably the attorney that wrote the documents has retired or passed away themselves, um, you know, it, it's important to do this ahead of time if possible. I totally I really like what you're them. saying, Jim. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a beautiful clarification of it's a tool. Um, to yeah. gather and, and collect information, and your other point was it's a tool to start talking with each other. Mm. Yes. And I think yeah. that, you know, I think that I couldn't have said it any better, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of wisdom in the book and in the workbooks, and that's, yeah. that's what you bring, Barbara, to the table with with the with what you've put together is just this ability to, to share this gathered wisdom uh, with folks so that they, they, they can have a process to do a better job in care for their parents and for others that they, you know, that they feel they may need to do that for. Well, something I've really noticed, um, and I think it's really unusual about your book, is that you have some real stories at the beginning of some of these chapters that really help the reader to hone in on what exactly you're trying to say about the needs of that particular chapter. And I thought that was fascinating how you did that. Any, what was the significance of these stories on these real people? Well, it just brings it to the human level, not such an intellectual level. If you hear about somebody's story, what you're really seeing is what reality uh, can prevail when you're dealing with an elderly person. Um, and sometimes we just think that everything is either black and white or great or not great. Uh, and in reality, we keep thinking that if we're told everything is okay, it's okay. But uh if you dig a little deeper, as many of the families that have come to us have finally said something is wrong, 
this is where we really try to say to everybody, this is how it really can be. This story is not a unique story. It's a pretty typical story. The one for abuse in that chapter, it's mm-hmm. just becoming rampant. The one for when somebody is trying very hard to maintain their autonomy and independence and they don't know how, uh, and so they're pretty resistant to making any changes, uh, and then coming up and listening to how somebody else has struggled with that and has found their resolution. Um, I think those all bring it to that human level for the reader. I think it does too, and it's definitely something different. It's not just a a tool, but also something that you know we can grab a hold of and say, "Oh, I see what what could happen, and why we need to be prepared." Have <laughs> time will be better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That, I think what Jim and I see good? a lot, Patty, is. You know, this time and time and time again, and it it almost becomes our reality. Um, and it's just time for everybody to get a little bit broader in their awareness that mm-hmm. these are the kinds of things people are coping with. They're not unique. Uh, it's just a part and parcel of the aging process and sometimes when it falls off the track and how to put it back on the track. Um, And so, you know, it's just, I hope those stories don't create um, disappointment or sadness because they're really there to say there is a resolution. Yeah, I I see it that way. I think that um, what it does is it kind of might flicker a light um, they're not quite sure what it is that they're looking for, but they know something is wrong. And what you wrote there may trigger some thought that, oh, maybe it's that. And could give them a reason to move forward and to uh, be able to, to check on those things. So, I, you know, yeah, it's a tool, but it's also a revelation that perhaps... Yeah, and, and the thing I'd add on as as I think about that, Patty, sorry to interrupt you, but as I think about that, one of the things that um, can sometimes happen uh, is uh, if there's a primary uh, caregiver or a, a potential primary caregiver, you know, a child, a daughter uh, of, of a parent, um, it can be daunting and, you know, there's, it's scary. Number one, your parent is having issues. You're not used to that. Now you're taking care of your parent when they used to take care of you. Two is, um, are you going to do this alone? You know, uh, how are you going to involve other siblings in it if you're the one that has identified it? And then what other resources are there available? How do you evaluate the situation and don't feel overwhelmed? I think, you know, the, what Barbara's put together here is, is a process uh, to involve other professionals and other people in a way where, uh, you know, they provide the best level of care. We're looking for the best level of care for the parent, but also a coordinated collaborative level of care so that the, the person that, you know, is going to have, there's probably going to be a primary, 
person, but they're not going to feel overwhelmed. They don't need to feel overwhelmed if they have a resource, and I believe that's what Barbara's put together here. That's great. Uh, we're coming near our end of our show. Wish we could have more time. But what I want to know is, okay, so we've got the holidays coming up. <laughs> so, you know, you think, well, gee, should this be a, a great book or a great set of books, you know, because the workbook really is terrific asset to work together with the book because you can obviously have more room to write what you need. And, of course, it would be great storage place. So I'm thinking that holiday time is going to be awesome. And I think that we're going to be able to uh, visit with you guys again when we get closer to that and, and be able to talk more about how you guys got involved with some other things that you got coming up. I know you guys got some other things coming up. So we're going to have to get that together and talk again, okay? Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Thank you, Patty. Thanks, Barbara. Thank you both for coming in and talking to us. This is KWAD Radio, and this is Patty Holstrand, and I'm looking forward to talking to more people, obviously. Senior care is an important part of our process of living and this life that we're in, and we need to all understand it better. And by being prepared is forewarned. So with that, I'm signing out for the night. Thank you. Good night.